Have you ever wondered whether any relationship can be 100% foolproof? In a world where there is so many different people with so many different ideas and so many different ways of doing things. Is there any way we can learn to do life better together? Well, we are here to explore ways that we can give a facelift to our day-to-day -day relationships. Hi, this is I Can Relate with Alida and Yolanda. Hey guys, it's your favorite girls once again in a brand new week of I Can Relate with Alida and, and Yolanda. Yolanda. Yay, so Alida, straight into it. What's happening today? So today is a special, special episode because this is the first time we get to have our first guest. Yay. And I'm so excited about it. Mm -hmm. And I think we will not take too much time rambling amongst, you know, Yolanda and I because because once we start discussing the topic today, yeah, we'll never get to the, to the guest. But uh, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. Um, specifically focusing on, you know, when the black eyed peas say, let's get it started. Mm, let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. I'm uh, particularly reflecting on the first year of marriage. Mm. Now, I know there's lots of experiences out there, good, bad, mixed, masala, all the things mm. in between. And I thought, you know what? Actually, we thought, mm -hmm. you know what? It would be great to get some insights uh, from some people on what their first marriage, what their first year of marriage was like, the expectations, mm -hmm. and did they have, did they have to have um, certain conversations even before yep. getting into marriage? Yep. Mm. All right, great. Yeah. So we will be talking to our guest Annie mm -hmm. today, and she'll be sharing. Uh, yeah, her I experience. experience. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's get into it. Yeah. Welcome, Annie, to I Can Relate with Alida, Alida and Yolanda. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Oh, we, it's such a delight. And we were so glad when you accepted our little invitation, mm -hmm. you know, to share your experience. Because not a lot of people want to come out and, you know, open up about their lives, their challenges, especially. Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's, it's nice to kind of be part of something like this. Okay. So I'm excited to... All right. Um, let's get straight into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Annie. Gosh, um, Bree. Okay, I'm a mom of two boys, uh, Jaden and Jamie, five and two, and I am a wife. <laughs> um, of course, a working mom. So I work, and then I'm studying uh, my master's degree in business management. So I should be graduating this December. So that's me in a nutshell. So working, studying, and the whole family <laughs> responsibilities that comes with it. The whole superwoman. <sighs> Sometimes you don't feel like it, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. So, Annie, I'm going to ask you quickly. Yeah. So, what were your biggest concerns, if you had any, about going into marriage? Oh, <laughs> marriage. Um, it's just growing up, I never really think, I knew I was going to get married, but it wasn't really like something that I thought about all the time. Of course, like living in Malawi, every weekend there's always a wedding and everything. So, you have people all the time, when is your turn and things like that. Oh, so, yeah. But things that I really, um, I was kind of concerned about, not not really with this marriage I have, but just in general about marriage was that I never want to 
lose myself. Mm. That I still wanted to be myself throughout, meaning the good and the bad. <laughs> I didn't want to be with somebody that's um, that I'm gonna completely lose who I am mm. and just kind of conform to what the person, the idea, what the person thinks I should be for them. So that was one thing. And then, of course, growing up in Malawi, um, I never really had very good examples of marriage. Um, so I think, so in a way, I kind of put high standards of what I was expecting marriage should be. So that was also, you know, not being put in a box, okay? As a wife, you have to be doing this. So mm. as a husband, you should be doing this. I wanted to have something that is equal, that I'm not stepped on because I'm a woman or somebody thinks I'm weak because I'm a mm. woman, but to look at me as an individual, as a person. So those are the concerns that I had um, going into it. I see that you talk about, um, you know, examples of, of, of you know, of good mm. marriages. Um, can you just expand a little bit of that? Because I think a number of people can come out and actually say that, yeah, there's not um, uh, plenty of examples. Expand a little bit on, on that because I also have my own <laughs> comments on that. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, it's just like coming from a Malawian culture or when it comes to marriage, it's like, you know, they tell you uh, or something like that, right? Mm, yeah. So I was like, there is no it's about way. endurance. <laughs> exactly. There's no way I would want to be in a marriage where I have to suffer just because I am I'm married to somebody. So those things I have seen um, people from my extended families, cousins, and I don't want to put anybody on the blast, in, in, even in my parents' relationship. Um there are things that were happening that I just just also started changing the, the idea of what I want for myself. Mm. So I remember my mom used to say that I was kind of like stuck up or mm. that I, <laughs> I have a very weird way of how I want marriage to be like that. That might not be realistic yeah. in the in the society come from but I was I was willing to give it a chance and 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 being a Christian I was like if God is out there so <laughs> if mm. marriage is by God then there's no way I need to suffer in it yeah. I'm not saying it's gonna be perfect but I don't want to be somebody else's uh, doormat or anything like that so strong points yeah so did you find it um how can I put it did you find it hard to say shed off the things that you had brought you had grown up seeing because sometimes it can be challenging. You take what you know into your marriage. Mm. How easy or how hard was it for you to oh, yes. to remold yourself into the wife that you wanted to be? Um, I think personally, um, I kind of like put. Um, I kind of put standards. I remember I wrote. I dated quite a lot different people and everything like that. And I was that person that if I see a red flag if I see there's something wrong with the person whether they see they show me a sign of abusive or you know different things I would always pull out I, mm. I, would, I would end the relationship immediately I was never a person who was like 
oh, maybe he's going to change. Let me just be in a relationship. I've, I've never been that person because I have seen that in family mm. and friends. So I put really high standards of myself. And I remember, I think there's, is it Habakkuk 2, 4, 5 or something that write your uh, vision on a tablet, even though it lingers, whatever, uh, it shall come to pass. So I remember I wrote down everything that I want. Mm. I wanted to be sort of like a God-centered marriage that I was want to get myself into. Yeah. So I wrote that down and what the person I want to marry and mm. also what I want to be for that person. So um, then I just wrote it down and I prayed about it, but I completely forgot about it as time went on because, you know, as life goes, you meet people and you think it's going to work out and it doesn't. But basically, just to cut it short, I was that person that if I see something wrong in you, I was never going to settle. I'll always walk away. That's just been me. I think that's very exemplary, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely exemplary. Um, <laughs> ooh, yeah, I could tell that, you know, you... I don't know if I answered your question, though. No, you, you, you did. You, you did. You wrote <laughs> okay. it down. You wrote it down. Yes, you, you, you right. did. Yeah. Um, now, right, we cool. know that every time, like before getting into marriage, there's always uh, the uh, pre-marital counseling that uh, couples often have to have to receive right um did you find any of that helpful <laughs> uh with my experience it's funny because i had we, i we always talk about this with my husband uh, when i when when i when i when we got married uh before we got married um yolanda knows our pastor uh, back in the day glenn um uh, he was canadian mm -hmm. but had lived in malawi for about over 20 years so when we were planning to get married, um, we did a pre-marriage pre pre counseling. So we were in his office and he gave us questions that we had to answer separately. And the questions involved like questions like about finances, how does he view finances is going to be 50-50, mm -hmm. and also about intimacy, about sex and, and things that I would want in, in, a set, in the marriage and what his expectation is and and different things just different questions so then when we answer those questions we meet together and then we start discussing so that you understand if how where the other person um is in terms of those topics so that for me was very eye-opening because it was very much about sort of like not one centered but both of us coming together and discussing this so that we can understand what we want mm. so that for me was very helpful before marriage because then i needed to know what the other person likes and 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 things like that that i'm not surprised to like oh okay what is this and so um yeah but then on the traditional part i don't know if i should call it traditional i never wanted the marriage counseling f from my own culture perspective because i'm a christian and i i was thinking that <laughs> i was thinking like okay i'm a christian they all this kind of stuff so my mom was like no yeah so the people that are going to be counseling you are going to be christians as well so you don't have to like worry about it so mm. mind you these were christians who, who sat us down me and my husband and mm. uh, and other people and the conversations that we've had at that time uh was that for example uh if my husband wants to be intimate with me and if i say no and if he goes outside mm. my if he goes outside and he cheats on me that's my fault can you imagine mm -hmm. how much pressure you put on a woman so mm. i was like 
you know you can't do anything you just listen to what they say and then there was um, so i felt like a lot of the advices that they gave they were good stuff but most of it was male centered what i need to do for the man mm. uh, but like, wait a minute what about, about me <laughs> what am i should do for mm. me so for me in that perspective it was very eye opening because it also opened on how i have seen the other marriages society in my community in my family of how the family family dynamics were that the man is like the king or whatever he says does and if he cheats is kind of celebrated uh it's your fault because he went to do those things oh no so i was that person that uh it kind of opened my eyes a lot how people think and i never wanted that for myself and for my husband also it was an eye opening coming from a different culture than mine to kind of see how people think yeah so um so i guess hmm. it was eye opening <laughs> i didn't like most of the things they said but uh, <laughs> uh but but it was eye opening for wow. me i i have to say and and i felt like that's what sometimes oh, wow. a lot of men have the decency to do whatever they want because their culture allows them to maybe i'm wrong it's just hmm. i had to look at my previous hmm. relationships as well of the guys that i dated on of like mm. okay you know if you don't do this then um oh you you're too you're too independent or i am too this i'm too that so i just felt like yeah yeah should be quality rather than just focusing on what the men want what about a woman what does she like <laughs> what does she like that's true exactly. it's interesting that you you point out um your observation that you know um a lot of the advice seems to be male centered um favoring mm-hmm. uh the, the 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 men in these situations and i can imagine that there are a lot of other women out there um not mm-hmm. just even in in your age group but even younger or even older who can agree with this right here yeah you're kind of built to please a man and and then the man grows up thinking yeah if you don't please me then i can mm. go do whatever i want but in reality marriage is a partnership it's about two people mm. if mm. that's the reason what marriage is supposed to be then it shouldn't be just one side yeah that's just how i yeah Oh, yeah. And so with that mindset, mm. um getting into uh marriage, what um what foundations did you want to lay um in your in your marriage starting off your your whole married life? Uh coming from that kind of a background and I've I, my 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 foundation was based on of course both of us were we are all Christians, me and my husband were both uh people of faith yeah. um but that we are both equal he's not superior than me mm. and i'm not below him that we are equal so and that it goes also to say what he owns whether he makes more money than me that money is ours if i make mm-hmm. more money that money is mm-hmm. ours so we have that relationship that we are very equal there's no such thing as you know you above me or whatever so that was something that mm. we laid at the beginning but at the same time um i'm a product of my own environment despite that i'm malawian but i grew up in a different household and i grew mm. up with different ways how my parents i've learned um 
anything about relationships and stuff communication i learned from my home and 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 everything that i am is because of that of that environment and so my husband even though he's from a different culture but also he's from his own home so his values and everything about him builds who he is and then when you come together uh we had to decide that we have to create our own um culture in a way that we we have our own basis foundation because my my way is not always the best way and his way is not always the best way how he grew up but then to come together to build our own family our own foundation and our own culture that was something that um was was important for us mm. Um, having looked at all that, the background and what you wanted and all the things that you experienced um, through the premarital counseling, whether it was traditional or from church uh, with Pastor Glenn, mm-hmm. what expectations did you have in the sense of, uh, you know, when we go into something, we're like, okay, I expect A, B, C, D, but then things aren't always met as exactly how we want. So if you don't mind, if it's not too sensitive or too uh, in depth, in depth, <laughs> can you share the disappointments of uh, the expectations and some of the things that, yeah, you expected and have actually happened? Um, hmm. Expectations. Um, I believe a lot of frustrations in marriage or any relationship whether it's romantic or not romantic, is that unmet expectations, if they're not met, it creates frustrations, right? Uh, so on in terms yeah. of expectations, I, I'm not really sure what I was expecting. I knew it's not going to be a fairy tale, like, you know, all the time he's my mm-hmm. charming or whatever. But because me, my husband and I were friends first, and I was very honest mm. with him from the beginning, who I am, what I want, where my goals are, where I want to be in the future and things like that. I was, that was my foundation as well, being honest about who I am, all my flaws, everything. He knew that beforehand. So um, I knew that whatever I'm expecting of him or whatever he's expecting of me need to be realistic so Hmm. and by doing by being opening to him of who I am and where I come from and also about my my background and my family and and some you know cultural generational things where I've come from also helped for the other person to also understand that I cannot have different expectations from this person based on you know maybe their background but one example I could say for Hmm. myself is that um, I had I had my own life and everything in Malawi. My, I had a business going and everything, and we had we had planned to come and live abroad for for a few years and get our degrees and then move back to Malawi. And I remember at the time I told my husband like I don't want to live in Europe. I I don't I don't like it in I don't like it there. I'll never be anything, and I want to be in Malawi. And I said to him, if this don't work out there, I'm going to, it's going to be your fault, you know. And it was really hard. And <laughs> and then, you know, when I moved here and I knew that, okay, this is going to be my home. And at the time, my husband was an elderly in the church and he had school, he had work. He was busy. So I expected mm-hmm. him all the time to spend time with me because I felt like he's my, he's my rock. Like he has to be with me all the time. But the reality was that, yeah. hey, he needs to go to work. He needs to do other things. So um, during that time, then I started kind of like, you know, 
getting angry like why did you take me here i didn't want to be here in the first place and so things like that then i felt like he wasn't meeting my expectation but some of the expectations that i expected were not realistic because this is what this was reality mm. this is not a fantasy that i expect him always to be <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah. so i had yeah. to also learn to find myself like okay you know um you know i can yeah, yeah. so to cut it short that some some they need to be realistic uh, expectations that are not always like oh, they'll be met but they need to be communicated communication is important mm -hmm. if you if you express your expectations to the person i expect you to be this i want you to do this to be do that even if it doesn't happen but at least the person knows what you expect from them it kind of also helps a little bit to understand because sometimes women we can be yes. just be grumpy like, oh, you know, you're mad. And then you're like, oh, why did you think about that? Why he didn't do this to me? But if you didn't tell him what you expect him to do, he's not going to just guess it. Because, he, mm. you know, men and women are different. We are very emotional and some men are very logical. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and that's my husband. So sometimes I always have to tell him, okay, I want this <laughs> to be done. And then, you know, it's met because I communicated. Mm -hmm. But before I used to just be silent and angry and just bitter. And so, yeah, it changes through communication. So towards towards the end there, of, uh, towards the end of your answer, you already went down into um, what advice mm -hmm. would you give um, <laughs> considering marriage? Meaning that you have to be very clear in, you know, setting your expectations, communicating mm -hmm. um, what it is that you expect from your partner, yeah. uh, your future husband or your future wife. Um, what, uh, what more advice can you give uh, to couples who are considering uh, marriage to before we quickly uh, wrap it up? Sure. Um, I could say... Uh, you know, never, never have expectations to change a person. Because some people get into a marriage, they see mm. a red flag, that person is maybe this. There's a saying that um, if a person shows you who they are, believe them. So sometimes people tend to be believe like, them. oh, yeah, you know, if he, if he shows you that he's, he's angry, he's short-tempered, that's not that doesn't mean he's, it's gonna change when you get married to the person that's who the person is and that's the person gonna be so mm. it's up to you to make a decision do i want to be with this person am i accepting such behavior and if you are not everybody is if you are then you go for mm. it but never have expectations that you want to change somebody i feel like that's a very wrong thing to go into marriage for and a lot of women make a yeah. lot of mistakes with that and i think also to know what mm. you want and what you want then communicate it and and this means in everything whether it's finances or sex you know i like things differently and this is just how maybe men might uh sometimes women might think like okay you know uh this is how life is gonna be and then kind of have a creative mm. fantasy but if you don't communicate that this is what I want in a marriage and this is not what I don't want in there. Um, of course, not everybody you knows know what you're getting yourself sense. into. Nobody knows <laughs> who you marry. But it's important yeah, to, yeah. to start discussing things like that earlier on before you get into it so that mm. you, you know what you're into. And then the last mm -hmm. one I could say, which I don't know if it sounds cliche, but I like to look at the background of the person I'm getting married <laughs> to. <laughs> 
um, background, yeah, meaning yeah. if there's a domestic violence in there, was they cheating? I'm not saying that the person I'm going to get married to might be capable of that, but it's all good to understand how, where the person comes from and what, what patterns are in the family that the person might end up also, you know, doing or maybe not doing and that helps you also to understand who mm -hmm. you're getting married to because sometimes people don't want to deal with somebody else's past or family dynamics baggage yeah baggage <laughs> and, and then it, and then it, it, it never mm -hmm. goes away everything that we are we carry from as a child yeah. as an adult and everything we carry it in the relationship so you just have to yeah. know some of it. Oh, <laughs> you can know everything, but some of it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I don't know. If I... Annie, thank you. You're thank welcome. you so much. That was like invaluable input on uh, the first year of marriage and just marriage in general. Mm. I think I got a lot from it, even though I'm nowhere near the marriage thing. But cool. <laughs> it's been great. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, thank you for having thank me. Thank you so much, Annie. Yeah, thank you. And hopefully we'll have you again next time for another hot topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, thanks, that ladies. Would be fantastic. All right, thank All right. you, Annie. Bye. All right, and so whew, there you have it. Mm -hmm. That was really, really good, Annie. Yeah, so thank you to her for yeah. coming on to I Can Relate. Please keep tuning in for lots and lots more this season while we're talking about there is no such thing as a perfect family. Please find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I can relate with AY. And uh, with this particular topic as well, um, we can have a proper discussion that we're going to post uh, uh, on our social medias and just highlighting what are some of the things that uh, you expected. What has your first year of marriage been like? And yeah, let's have a chat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so apart from that. Apart from that, have it's love, peace and happiness. There you go. Have a great week. <laughs>